As a believer in Jesus Christ, I take it pretty seriously that while my marriage isn't perfect, I should always be striving to make it as good as it can be, and I should show up as good as I can be. And um, there's a couple in our church, um, I think they've been married 60-some years, and I love watching uh, the husband kind of serve the wife. She's become kind of frail. And uh, he's so loving and kind toward her, and she just lights up when he even just glances at her. Mm. Uh, They're really inspirational. Well, I'm John Fuller here in the studio with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team. And uh, let's go ahead and hear part of a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Deborah Fileta. She's an author and a counselor, and in previous episodes, she discussed four seasons that couples go through. Here, Jim and Deborah both share their hearts about what a Christian marriage should look like, and I think you'll find this encouraging. Let me uh, ask this question. And, you know, I don't want to be the only one at the table not describing a winter season. I feel like I've skated through here pretty easily. But, uh, you know, Jean and I have had those times. I remember one time she said, I love you, but I don't like you right now. And, you know, of course, my response is, how could you not like me? <laughs> you can already see that as a counselor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're kidding. Um, but, but there are those times and we've got to seize this. And I, if I could, I just want to make, I don't even want to call it a pitch, but as Christians in this culture right now, the work that you do every day, Deborah, is so valid. I, I believe the work that we're doing at Focus in this area of marriage, what Greg and Aaron Smalley are doing is so valid because we do need to stand out. The culture pulls at us. It tempts us to move into an area of destroying our marriages. And that's why the Christian divorce rate is as high as it is. We have bought the lies of this world and we've got to figure out ways working with each other and most importantly with the Lord to say, Lord, how can we honor you in a better way? And you know what? Plainly, it's selfishness when we do not. You're right. And we've got to put that aside as Mm -hmm. the Christian believers are to be the example in this world. And don't do it begrudgingly. Don't do it with bitterness. Do it with joy and happiness and desire. Say, I want that relationship with my spouse to be a model for others to look at. And then you got to go spin the web. Yeah. You got to do the work to yeah. lay it out there and create the strength, the tinsel strength in your marriage to withstand the things that you've talked about. What do you think of all that? It's so true. I think sometimes we assume that just because we're Christians, we're going to be good at relationships <laughs> without any training, without any education, without any preparation. And then when the struggle comes, we're almost surprised by it instead of anticipating it and mm. being prepared for it. Winter is going to come. I mean, I'm not surprised when November, December rolls around and it's winter. And I think we have to have that same mentality to be prepared for winter, um, to have the tools that we need, to not be afraid to identify the problem and go to Hope Restored or go to counseling and share what's going on, um, just like we would with any other issue. You know, like you said earlier, when something's broken in the home, We call a plumber. We call an electrician. When something's broken in the marriage, we need to be willing and ready to call, to take that next step and begin the process of getting healing. Well, you've said it so well. And Deborah, thank you for your vulnerability. John, thank you for yours Mm -hmm. too. And uh, I hope you will get in touch with us. Uh, Don't feel like what you're experiencing is beyond 
uh, the pale for us to engage and to hopefully help you. There's nothing embarrassing. Uh, we have heard it all over 44 years of ministry, and uh, we're here for you. We want to be that backstop for your marriage. So if you're struggling, get in touch with us. And we'll have some information about getting in touch with us in just a moment. Erin, um, you two have shared very openly about how early in your marriage, both of you, uh, you and Greg, were struggling. How did getting help from outside uh, make a big difference in your relationship? It made all the difference because we were ashamed. We, you know, here we were, the kids of Gary Smalley, the marriage guru, living on a seminary campus. And, you know, just that we were struggling so much was difficult to really embrace. And getting help was so important because it caused both of us to grow individually as well as to adjust things in our relationship and to figure out what's not working here. Mm -hmm. Um, A, it brought it into the light. And so Satan was silenced because he remains in the dark. And so as we brought it into the light, we were able to be surrounded by others, other friends that were struggling, that were in our same season, but then also older couples that were able to mentor us and speak truth to us and pray with us and encourage us. And it made all the difference. One of the biggest things I see was going and doing some individual work and just becoming aware of where I really had the opportunity to grow. Hmm. And I say it's an opportunity because it is. Often, you know, I've got to grow, I've got to go to count. No, it's an opportunity to care for you and to become a better version of yourself because that will impact the marriage. And it did for us. Yeah. Yeah. We had a kind of an informal mentoring couple when we got married. They were about 10 years down the road if you will. They were 10 years into marriage. They had a couple of kids. And as we had kids, they always had perspective Mm -hmm. for us about this, that, or the other thing. It was really, really beneficial to to, uh, have their wisdom speaking into our lives. I love that. And that's really what Proverbs 11.14 is saying, where it says, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in abundance of counselors, there is a safety. Mm-hmm. And it's so the word out there when there's an abundance. So it's not just one, but it's how do we surround ourselves with a community of same kind of peer couples who are going through the same things that we're going through, mm-hmm. older couples, John, like you were talking about, who have that perspective, who can say, yeah, 10 years ago, same thing. Here's kind of what we did. And even younger couples who were able to then to offer some perspective yeah. on what they're going through. And I think that that's a, a perfect way that, that God designed that sort of community to work, that we have older, younger, same kind of years, peers that, that, that we're able to connect with. And I think all of that keeps us then from feeling alone. Yeah. And when we have other people who will speak life into our marriage and support and encourage us, man, that, that, that really is the formula to have a great marriage. Well, no matter what you're going through, what season you're in right now in your marriage, we do strongly recommend getting a copy of the book from Deborah Fileta, Love in Every Season, and we'll send that to you for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, The details are in the show notes about donating and getting a copy of that great resource. And if you're in a place where it's hard and you feel kind of isolated or alone, and you need someone to talk with, please contact our counseling team today. We can set up a free consultation for you when you call 800, the letter A, and the word family, 800-232-6459. 
And when you have a moment, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this content. Uh, That helps kind of spread the word, and we always love reading your feedback. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm